Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Happy Sunday to you. It is week number 10, and I'm here to talk to you about the Saints week 10 matchup versus the Tennessee Titans, the New Orleans Saints head to Nashville. But they're not going to be listening to Elvis or any country music. They have a big-time matchup versus the Tennessee Titans. Now, this game right here is going to be, to me, a very rough and rugged type game, uh, not because of any weather issues, but because both teams are going into this game really banged up and both teams are trying to solidify themselves when it comes to uh, trying to uh, get a little bit of momentum in their division. You have the Tennessee Titans, who me personally, I have a lot of respect for this football team. Anytime I watch the Tennessee Titans play, they're more of a throwback team. They're not your more traditional modern-day football team. The way this team is constructed is by, you know, running a football, uh, you know, running it down your throat and also setting up the play action with quarterback Ryan Tannehill. And they have some wide receivers, uh, guys that when they get the ball, they almost turn into running backs, big, tough, physical guys. And it's going to be a really big-time matchup uh, versus the New Orleans Saints defense, who have, are coming off one of their most lackluster performances from last week against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, the New Orleans Saints uh, really uh, disappointed a lot of members of the Huda Nation, and not uh, and not to mention themselves, uh, when they allowed the Atlanta Falcons to come into the Superdome and do whatever the heck they wanted uh, to do. That includes uh, a game-winning pass from Matt Ryan to Cordero Patterson, uh, to set up a young way cool field goal. So the Saints defense definitely are going to be uh, really focused on this game. Um, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, the Saints offense. We know uh, that the New Orleans Saints for the uh, second week, they're going to be starting quarterback Trevor Simeon, uh, which I thought was a really good idea. Uh, if you checked out the press conference with Taysom Hill, uh, Taysom Hill talked a little bit about the injury that he had against the Washington football team when he was knocked out cold. And he even said that he doesn't remember anything that happened 45 minutes after that hit. That is why I was telling a lot of people when they talk about Taysom Hill and him needing to start and him coming back. I, I say this all the time, you know, we look at football, you know, in, in the form of seasons, right? So, you know, about six to seven months is football, right? But you have to look at the fact that Taysom Hill in a year's time, uh, had three concussions. I mean, if you count two that he had last year and the one he had against the football team, that is a full year of concussions. And, and, and concussions are something that you don't sneeze at. You know, like I understand that, you know, we really don't understand fully about head issues. And some of us roll our eyes. And a lot of us think that when people start talking about CTE and head issues is a little bit soft and it's taken away from the game. But we don't see these guys uh, throughout the week when they're dealing with their families or what they're dealing with society or some of the things that they have to do in order for them to get to the field. The only thing that we start to recognize is when those guys are in uniform and what they can do when they are in uniform. So I'm excited that, you know, the Saints are taking it easy with Taysom Hill. Uh, you know, that's probably one of the main reasons why they didn't really use him uh, as effectively. And you got to give Sean Payton some credit for kind of shielding that, trying to make it, you know, not make it an issue. And, you know, he talked about last week he had some packages for Taysom. And it's probably with some of those packages where, 
you know, you're not asking him to do too much coming back uh, from that severe concussion. So Trevor Simeon, who I feel like is a really poised quarterback. Uh, he's not a guy that's going to knock your socks off, but he is a guy that understands the Saints offense. This is his second full season. I know a lot of people may not know that, but, you know, Trevor Simeon was the emergency quarterback last year, the, the COVID emergency quarterback. He was the quarterback that stayed away from the facility to make sure that the Saints actually had a starting quarterback in case they had like some type of, uh, you know, COVID issue inside of the organization. They didn't want a situation to happen kind of similar uh, to when the Saints played Denver last year when they didn't have a quarterback. So Trevor Simeon understands the offense. He was always dialed in. He's always ready. He's always a guy that stays ready so he does so he doesn't have to get ready. And last week, uh, he played really good. You know, you had five drops from the Saints receivers that could have converted first downs to the, uh, you know, converted four downs. So I expect the Saints offense uh, to be a little bit more faster. And I, I expect these wide receivers to catch the ball a little bit better than they did last week to help out Trevor Simeon. Uh, the Saints are going to be without Alvin Kamara. Uh, we know how important Alvin Kamara is to the Saints offense. He is the is all and the be all. He is the straw that stirs the drink. And in some cases, he is the face of this franchise now that Jabriz is gone. So for him not being in the lineup is going to be huge. We know that he can run between the tackles, catch the ball out of the backfield. And the last time that he played against the Tennessee Titans, he wasn't even healthy. And he still went out there and he performed really well. So the Saints are going to be missing a huge part of their offense with Alvin Kamara. But you're going to need him down the stretch if the Saints are going to try to make a, a run at the playoffs. But the good news is a couple of weeks ago, the Saints decided to go and trade for Mark Ingram from the Houston Texans. And we've seen Mark Ingram for the last couple of weeks. We've seen him uh, play extremely well at the running back position. And it's no surprise to us in the Huda Nation what Mark Ingram can do in the Saints uniform. We know that he can catch the ball out of backfield. He's a really good uh, guy when it comes to uh, running the screens, catching the ball, uh, you know, being able to. Uh, watch his blocks develop in order for him to uh, get yards we know he can run between the tackle and Mark Ingram has something uh, that he can do that's very special that can happen today he's only 20 yards away from becoming the uh, the New Orleans Saints all-time leading rusher he's 20 yards away from breaking Deuce McAllister's record which I feel like the Saints wanted him to do last week but the you know the game got a little bit out of hand and you know they had to start throwing the football a little bit more and kind of mixing in Alvin Kamara quite a bit. So I expect for him to go ahead and break that record, uh, you know, unless something happens, I'm knocking on wood in case, you know, something happened. I know most likely it won't, but you never know. Uh, you know, the Saints wide receivers, uh, a young, uh, vibrant bunch, you know, guys that are very confident in themselves. Uh, but at the same time, we need more out of them. Last week, too many drop passes, uh, too many uh, plays left on the field. Uh, I'm looking at guys like Adam Troutman, a guy that a lot of people had high expectations for. I'm pretty sure the Saints organization had high expectations for him due to the fact that Jared Cook wasn't going to be here due to the fact that Josh Hill, uh, you know, left the team. They decided to move on from him. They expected Adam Troutman to do more than what he's doing right now. And in some cases, you know, he, he's a solid blocker at the tight end position, but he came into the NFL uh, being a really good pass catcher and lacked in the blocking category. Now he's a more better blocker than he is a pass catcher. And Adam Troutman is a guy that I feel like he he's, he's dealing with confidence. 
I think that he's a guy that probably a little bit nervous. Maybe he's not too sure about what he's doing. Maybe, he, you know, I think he's in his head. But I think that Adam Trauman can be a really good, solid tight end. But we need to see it. I mean, Trevor Simeon, credit to him, he really uh, tried to boost the confidence of Adam Trauman last week by trying to throw him more targets than I ever seen Adam Trautman have in the Saints uniform. So I think that the combination between Trevor Simeon and Adam Troutman, I think it might help Adam Troutman uh, to become better offensively. Uh, the Saints also moved uh, Kevin White to the active roster. He's now a part of the 52-man roster, so congratulations to him. Uh, we know about the road of Kevin White, you know, uh, you know, being hurt throughout his entire career, uh, being a seventh uh, pick in the draft a couple years back. Uh, he had a, a, a big-time catch that I feel like helped his confidence. And, you know, this might sound kind of crazy, but I really feel today this might be the day that Kevin White gets his first NFL touchdown. As crazy as that sounds. I mean, Kevin White, I think he came into the league in 2015. He has never registered a regular season touchdown. So I think this might be the day that he finally gets his first touchdown uh, in the NFL. So I'm, I'm happy for him. Uh, but, you know, I do think that he, along with guys like Callaway, guys like Deontay Harris, they definitely need to step up. Uh, we know that the Saints, most likely, this is going to be their wide receiver group for the foreseeable future. I don't see anybody coming through that door that is going to demand, uh, you know, a number one, a number one attention. So it's going to be wide receiver by committee. And when these guys get the ball, they have to be able to catch it. When these guys get the ball, they're going to have to be able to make plays. They cannot go out there and be dropping passes left and right. And you got to expect for guys that have been in this organization and has been a part of this for years to step up. Guys like Traquan Smith. Traquan Smith just can't be a guy. You know, he, he has to be a guy that understands the offense, who understands routes, who understands where he needs to be. He needs to be the guy to be able to step up. I'm not expecting for him to go out here and get 125, 130 yards. I think we all can agree that that is not Traquan Smith's lane, but he has to be able to catch the ball and be able to win his matchups in order for them to be able to sustain a level of success. Uh, what the Saints have to do against the Tennessee Titans, they have to muddy up the field, okay? Um, the defense of the Tennessee Titans, uh, you know, they're not in the top 10. I think they're probably like 19th, but, you know, statistically, they're one of those teams that bend but not break. And also they have a front four, uh, that could be able to uh, do some damage. Guys like Landry, you know, like guys like, uh, you know, guys like that, that can be able to get pressure on a quarterback. Uh, man, they got Bud Dupree out there. They got some guys that can that can make some plays. You got young Elijah Molden out there who's like a Tasmanian devil, guys that flies around the field, not afraid to uh, make some tackles. And they're a physical bunch. You know, there's not a guy on that team that stands out among, uh, you know, the crowd, in my opinion, but they are guys that collectively together are be are able to make some plays. So the Saints are going to have to be able to kind of muddy up the field, maybe run the football a little bit more, control the time of possession, uh, you know, solidify the running game to set up the play action, uh, to be able to, you know, maybe dink and dunk the ball down the field every now and then and get themselves in a position in the red zone where they can actually uh, get some points. We know that the Tennessee Titans – uh, offensively they want to run the football they want to run the football they got adrian peterson they signed him uh due to the fact that derrick henry is out uh due to injury uh julio jones has been put on ir you know dealing with a hamstring issue but
but you still have guys like A.J. Brown, a guy that is big, physical, a guy that you can call Julio Jones, uh, you know, baby Julio Jones. So I expect uh, him uh, to be matched up against Marshawn Lattimore, which I feel like would be a good uh, matchup for Marshawn. Uh, Marshawn earlier in the week, uh, he got the cast removed from his hand. Uh, and Marshawn Lattimore does pretty good against more big physical guys. He can put his hands on them, you know what I'm saying, and be a little bit more physical with them. It, it's the smaller guys, in my opinion, that that uh, Marshawn has issues with. Those smaller guys that, you know, that little bit, you know, a little bit borderline scat bad, uh, scat backish uh, guys that can have a little wiggle to them. I think that Marshawn does uh, have problems with those guys more times than not. But um, against those physical guys like A.J. Brown, I think that he'll do just fine. Uh, once again, the Tennessee Titans are going to try to run the football with those running backs that they have set up the play action. The Saints have to be able to use good eye discipline in this game. I think that there are moments and opportunities for them to make plays, but they have they got to stay focused. I think that's the biggest issue with the Saints defensively is the fact that they are not um, staying focused throughout the totality of the game. You got to be able to stay focused in these type of games if you're going to be able to win it. Uh, how, how do I see this game going? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, if the Saints win this football game against the Tennessee Titans, it will be a little bit of an upset. You know, the Tennessee Titans right now, you know, if you're looking at all hands on deck and players being available, uh, they have to, you know, be the better team. You know, but I never count the Saints out in situations like this. Uh, the Saints always play up to their competition and that's one of the most frustrating things uh to us as fans that they go out there against teams that they're supposed to beat and they play down to their competition but when they go up against teams uh that are in the upper echelon of the nfl like the tennessee titans are a team that is going to be a playoff contender a team that's most likely going to win uh the afc south they play really really well um but you know i believe in this football team it will be an upset if the saints beat uh, the Tennessee Titans, but I got the Saints winning this football game. I got the Saints winning this football game by a score of 23 to 20. Um, I feel like the Saints are going to win this game, uh, you know, in a, in a rough and rugged uh, environment, a loud crowd. Uh, I think that this is going to be one of those control the time possession games. Uh, I look at both teams and what's missing. I just feel like these teams are going to have to do just enough to win, but I have the Saints winning the game by a score of 23 to 20 to get themselves back on track uh, so they can make that run uh, at the playoffs. But I would love to hear from you. What do you think about the Saints versus Tennessee Titans game? What are your keys to victory for the New Orleans Saints? Do you think the Saints are going to win this game or do you feel like it's going to be a letdown in Nashville? Comment down below, like, and share this video. Also, the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by manscaped.com. Use the promo code State of Saints, save 20% off of your purchase. And also by DraftKings.com. Uh, DraftKings.com, if you deposit $1 uh, and, you know, you'll be able to get a $100 credit uh, for all the, the new users out there. You can use the promo code TPPN, which is the Pigskin Podcast Network, TPPN. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that?